escape to the metaverse But act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah uh, Escape to the metaverse Better act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah Hey everyone, it's Matthew. Before we begin this week's show, I just want to introduce this week's sponsor, Metacast Group. Metacast Group connects companies with creators in the NFT space through a network of NFT and metaverse-focused content creators and influencers. Hear or see your ad on shows just like the Matthew and Rizzle show to amplify your reach, connect with your target audience, promote your project, and convert views into action. If you're interested in this, reach out at metaversegroup.com or follow us on Twitter at Metacast Group. Thank you, and please enjoy the show. Okay, easy. Kinshasa, welcome to the Matthew and Rizzle Show. Hey, good hey. to be here, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks so much for inviting us to come on. This is uh, kind of, I think, been a long time coming. Uh, you know, we got some scent OGs in the house, and yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Scent Mafia represent. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that this is a historic conversation. Um, everyone that's listening, yeah, this is going to be the most important thing you listen to probably this year. Uh, but before we get into that historic convo, easy, Kinshasa, um, if either of you and both of you kind of want to introduce yourselves to everyone, I think that'd be a great way to kick off this historic conversation. Yeah, it sounds great. good. Sounds good. Go ahead, Kinshasa. Start it up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm Gary Legavitz, founder and CEO of Cypher. And uh, yeah, I, I've spent about 12 years in marketing, um, took a few runs at startups, got super into crypto about two and a half years ago, uh, just by way of Gods Unchained and NFTs primarily. And uh, yeah, just really, really pumped on this community and and really just finally having um a project that's that's really getting off the ground so cyphers the automagic beat maker we built that mints collectible hip-hop these audio nfts so we're we're just super stoked to be here and uh yeah and easy uh would you want to just give a rundown of what, what you're doing with cypher and everything well yeah let me uh i'm easy in crypto uh most people call me easy uh there's people that call me Ezin or ezzy uh ezra is my my uh given name um, I've been in the crypto and NFT space for a few years now, really, uh, sent got me deeper down that rabbit hole, uh, by just being the first, uh, quote unquote, uh, social media platform that I really found to be, uh, supportive and, and friendly and, you know, learning, learn so much there and made such great connections. So yeah, it's been, uh, been a long time coming, getting to this point. Um, you know, I'll just throw a little something out there too, that, that kind of started the, the hip hop thing back out for me was, uh, over a year, what, maybe a year and a half ago, I dropped a little rap for the kind of scent fam, just a bunch of shout outs. And it was just something fun yes. I did one day. And, uh, that started like the reaction from it was so unexpected and great. People were like, Oh my God, dude, I love this. Uh, we got to do like some hip hop stuff. And that led to the idea of doing a rap battle in crypto voxels. 
and the tech just wasn't there. And it was like, you know, reached out to different people, Vandal at Dow Records and Kinshasa. And we did have a few like run-ins in crypto voxels where we just beatbox and, and do some flows. Uh, <clears throat> but it sort of fell off because it just was a, a lot to do. And uh, about three, four months ago, Kinshasa hit me up and was like, hey, Ez, working on this project, Cypher. It's about bringing hip hop and rap to the blockchain. Uh, you know, the tech is finally here. And so it's just been amazing to kind of come full circle and see this dream realized and now be working in this project where we're doing metaverse rap battles a couple times a week is just incredible. Dude, it's such an awesome story and it's so amazing to, you know, have sort of been on the sidelines and watch this all take shape, man. I feel like we grew up together, like, you know, as like little kids in the crypto sphere, like 6,000 crypto years ago, which is really only like a year and a half ago, man. But it feels like so long ago when you were, you sort of hatched this concept and everyone was like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But no one could figure out like a way to pull it off. Uh, but dude, there's like a lot more going on here. And, and, you know, so let me back up a second, man. When I first saw that you were doing this, I was just like intrinsically happy. I'm like, yo, Easy's finally doing this thing. It finally like came together. He's got like some people with him that are like, you know, passionate about it and can like sure as hell, like, you know, spit better than I can. That That's like half, half the <laughs> problem was also finding enough talent to be able to do this on a regular basis, uh, which you certainly have. But shit, dude, when you guys did uh, the Avastar's birthday party, that was my first like, uh, ground floor exposure to the technology you guys are throwing around, which is which, hundred percent blew my mind, man. I had no idea you guys had that in your back pocket. So, uh, for people who aren't familiar, do you guys mind like sort of unpacking the cool things you've got going on with the beats and like how you sort of format these events? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Easy Easy's been rolling with a deep posse, getting tons of awesome folks into our discords. That's been so cool and rewarding since the first party that we did. Just seeing the response to the demo that we threw out there and live streamed on Twitch, people were just freaking because we we basically built a custom language, this syntax that parses up beats and stitches them together on the fly with tonality, with melody. He built our guy, James Wenlock, our, our uh, audio engineer, mad scientist, I like to say, uh, built this tonal engine that spits out pretty dope beats at the touch of a button. And uh, it's just really, really addicting and super fun to play with. So we're finally releasing this thing out into the wild, solved some latency issues that were cropping up. But um, yeah, so that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. We're starting to train that data on AI and really make this thing into like this living, learning music machine. Um, so it's pretty wild, the breadth that it's going to be churning out once we get a little bit more genres and stuff in the hopper and we're working on old school and uh, hardcore, some some boom bap and stuff. So it's it's really pretty wild and, and we're incorporating generative art into it. You know, we want to have a visual element to these ciphers these tracks that that get finished and minted and so we have a spray gun called this generative adversarial network trained on a huge set of graffiti images that spits out unique dope uh graffiti tags for the album so it's just it's really fun just getting the play around with with all this bleeding edge stuff we've built this epic team there's eight of us deep building this thing so we're we're definitely not screwing around and and the community's just been so rad, just throwing these ciphers and, and building that engagement that way. And Easy's been just so instrumental in, in fostering that. 
It's it's been crazy. And I'll give a little breakdown. So when you fire up the Cypher app and right now it's desktop, you know, we're about to drop our beta. But when it's on your phone, oh, man, watch out for people walking down the street, wrapping into their phones, bumping into you, because that's what it's going to be globally. Um, Basically, you open it up. You press a button in the R Flowbot 5000 that James Mad Scientist uh, made. Uh, so this Flowbot kicks out tracks. You can generate up to 10 in a session that are in your queue. So maybe you, you generate a few. Maybe you only get to the third track and you're like, oh, damn, that's inspiring me to flow right now. You hit the button to wrap. So then you've got your tracks that you can choose from. You get one that's inspiring you. You go to the next stage, so that's just another click of a button, and you can rhyme over it, right? So you can then review your your flow. If you like it, you're good. If not, you can just can that one and start over. You like your flow, you hit the next button, then you're going to to the spray gan, the 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 graffiti art uh, like you know album cover, we'll call it. So you get you you get a couple of those uh, generated. You choose the one you like. Boom. Next step, you plug in your title the number of editions, the price, the royalties, a little description, and then you mint. And it's like so low to no barrier because, uh, you know, for now, until we go to like layer two, uh, the buyer's going to pay the gas. So anybody with a skill for rapping that doesn't have access to a studio, doesn't have, you know, people out there promoting them, you can come to Cypher and, and basically kickstart your like hip hop rap career. And I'm really excited for more genres too, you know, so we'll be adding things. We'll be adding, you know, remix mode and pro mode where once you got some skin in the game, you're going to get additional features and we can go more into that, but that's the basic rundown. And when I, uh, when Kinshasa hit me up and he's like, yo, he told me about Cypher. I'm like, dude, I'm in. He's like, all right, well, we're going to have like a little, you know, interview tomorrow. It was like midnight. He's like, can you just, uh, you know, put together a, a quick flow for us he sent me a track it was like you know i was like midnight and i had to like 8 a.m the next day i'm like yeah i can do that i can do that so i you know spent a little while and put together a pretty dope flow and uh they loved it and boom rest is history <laughs> dude i was yeah it's not everyone so has good. part of the interview process as a freestyle but you know what <laughs> yo i was totally blown away by the quality of these beats because I, I feel like when you say like you know this is a robot it's gonna like source some free material to make like a randomly generated beat it like uh almost like doesn't do it enough justice in terms of like you know explaining how good these beats are i mean you guys had you know people showing up to freestyle that were like shouting out the dj for the like the dj's incredible beats and it's like yo there's there's no <laughs> dj man like this and you know so i and i i definitely want to get into like the nuances of your project because i think it's amazing and i, I don't think there's like really anything like this specifically happening right now but you know on some like larger like you know grand scale do you think like this type of technology like essentially puts like beat makers out of business i I mean there will always be like you know room for exceptional talent but i'm like you know with the the quality of beats that this you know randomly generates uh you know automatically or whatever i'm like dude this is incredible i I was just totally blown away well and what what we really want to do is you know, the, the, the cool thing about Cypher is not just the technology, because we're trying to really tap into like this human story of capturing lightning in a bottle, capturing people's freestyle, unleashing creativity. And once we get the mobile app, putting that studio in your pocket, 
You know, that's what's kind of revolutionary. And ultimately, we we want to embody the spirit of the cipher. So like, you know, any of the one in the audience isn't familiar with the term decipher is like a round robin freestyle and good spirited nature, like beatboxers, people like throwing down in the street. And that's just like, we want to bring in the whole community eventually and, and maybe even have sort of a, uh, a matchmaking service where you can um, connect beat makers with rappers and sort of broker those collaborations with smart splits of royalties and such. So what's just epic about what we're doing is, is we're changing the production of music and democratizing that more while NFTs change the game in terms of distribution. You know, this is a total flattening. Um, and so I don't see it like competing directly with the more high production quality um, beats that come out and the, the, the fine tunings that beat makers put on it. So I really want to ultimately include them into more of an ecosystem that embodies what what collectible hip hop could be, you know, being able to own music, but really bet on that artist. Like you are the label, you are the impresario, you are the person who is a super fan because you want them to blow up and see that track appreciate. So there's, there's a really cool speculative twist that I think though can, from a, like a connection standpoint, um, emotionally bring artists closer to fans and open up new ways of dialogue and, and things like that. So, so yeah, we, we have, uh, um, definitely like an interesting roadmap and we're, we're taking it one step at a time to see what the next logical step is for building out the the beat maker features but then also um you know exploring drops you know and doing more high profile high production quality um drops and basically trying to get people to level up within the app and go from just the entry level sort of player to, to boss player to getting to be able to upload your custom album art and, and do some other fancy footwork. So, so we want to change the way in which rappers can come up, you know, so yeah. that's what we're worrying for. And I think to, cool. to, to, to Rizzo's question, if ARI beats are going to kind of replace those beat makers, I think it's an and, it's not an or. So right. like you could be including that. And, and in fact, what Garrett was just kind of uh, hinting at was that we want to work with beat makers and include rare produced beats into the the into the mix. So when you're generating beats, let's say you've got you've leveled up from player to boss player. Well, now you know, every, you know, a chance of one out of a thousand or whatever it is would be instead of just one of the AI beats coming up that are generated, which are super dope, uh, you might get a beat that has been produced or a cypher beat that has then been taken and mastered more and added to by, you know, a producer out there. And so there's really interesting ways to kind of gamify that aspect and, and getting those rare special beats thrown in. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that AI will have an impact um, on how music is made, but I think it's going to be just, you know, another tool added versus something where it's really competing directly with the, with the humans on the large front there it's just so crazy it, it reminds me of like this beautiful mashup of soundcloud meets garage band and then even like art blocks even yeah. like the generative art and generative beat aspect it, it's it's causing me to like think all these crazy ass thoughts <laughs> but i mean the focus on on the the human element like the the rapper kind of taking it back to the streets on the corner, like someone is beatboxing or something. And they're just kind of like 
going into the actual uh, rapping, I think that's that's so deeply profound and it's so insightful that that is kind of like what you guys are focusing on. And I mean, my mind immediately goes right to community there. Like I wasn't alive at that time, but I've seen the footage of folks in the seventies and eighties on the corners, like big circles, right. Watching, watching the folks freestyle and they participating in all that stuff. So I know Easy's leading the charge when it comes to community and all that, but how, how exactly are you kind of recreating if you are that sort of like group experience, shared experience um, that seems to be ha- have su- had such a profound impact on like how rap and hip hop and everything's evolved from that communal corner group. Freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I totally um, really uh, value that like rich tradition and that and what what we decided to do you know to start was to to abstract away anything in the artist's way of freestyling and so not even having to think about album art just clicking a couple buttons and getting published and having that hello world moment of of your bars and your flow and and so so we want to zoom out though and, and continue to do these parties in the in discord and stuff i don't think on our roadmap, we're going to explore like clubhouse style, like live audio on platform and stuff, just because of the heavy lifting discord is a workhorse, you know, like it's not easy to to create such a world-class platform, but we want to incrementally um, widen that lens though, and and start to create new ways in which to collaborate. Um, And so, so that beat stars of crypto, that um, Tinder meets rappers and beat makers. Like if you audition a beat as a pro beat maker, and open it up for auditions and people just flow over it and mint a draft. You can then have them bid a cut 40% on this, but it's so fire. And then someone comes up with a really dope rap for 50%, but that one's just better. I'm going to then remaster that, upload it, mint it, and ultimately um, change it, change a new way in which to bring creatives together in a competitive, but cooperative spirit. So that's, that's one way to then really, I think, create an unlock with um with what you know smart splits or um the smart contract driven cuts that that those artists net um so so that's really something that's been in the back of my mind and um we're just taking taking one step at a time to start but yeah i i really think that inclusivity and the the good spirited like vibes of the cypher of these round robin raps are are really what we want to capture so we're just trying to like be really receptive to what the the community actually wants and you know having ideas and feedback channel and the discord and things and so um yeah it's all about synthesizing that stuff and figuring out what people want and and what the uh you know uh the unlock is so we're still we're still reaching for that though the um the human connection and the community aspect is so huge. Uh, You know, hip hop has such a rich tradition and culture. And like Matthew was mentioning, you know, back in the late seventies, early eighties, there was a lot of ciphers just going down in the streets. It was really uh, forming some of that culture and, and creating some amazing, amazing music that still is, you know, influencing us today. So by recreating that cipher, uh, that community feel in these in these discord events so what we do for you know anybody listening that hasn't been out there we 
have uh, a token smart event on Thursdays shortly after the whip. And then we have a Sunday cipher uh, over in our discord. So we had uh, our first Sunday cipher was actually just this past Sunday. And we had a bunch of people show up. We were thinking it was going to be like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, man, we went over three hours and it was like a blink of an eye and it was just so much fun. So what we do is we provide these auto magic beats. We have a sign up sheet so you can sign up to, to, you know, uh, get on the mic. We provide you a beat, you freestyle over it. Uh, everybody gets a turn. There's actually uh, rewards. We got like, it was a uh, 0.1 ETH, which is like, you know, 400 bucks these days or something to the top flow. And then we throw some whale to everybody that gets on the mic and, you know, to the kind of the, the second, third, fourth place runners up. But beyond that, and what's even more fun after those kind of, you know, single shots go, we throw on some long tracks, like seven, eight minute tracks, and we round robin a true cipher. And it is so such a great feeling. It, it really brings me back to the days of my teenage years when I used to, you know, play live music with my friends and we'd all pass the mic around and rap. In fact, after that Sunday cipher, I had a dev call to hop on with the, uh, the, the whip publishing. And so we hopped on a little call and it was, you know, we went longer than we thought at the cipher and everybody was kind of, you know, a little bit just kind of like beat, but super hyped. And so we wound up just talking about the cipher in that meeting mostly but a, 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 a quote from Epic Dylan, it feels like we just came from an epic show together. That's what he said when we jumped on the call. And it was true. It felt like we were just all together coming from some show or party, you know, like that's the feeling that you get from these connections when you're rhyming with people that are across the globe in Africa, in Canada, in the States, in India, in, you know, Australia, in New Zealand, and we're all all coming together here in discords and able to flow together. And it's just mind blowing. I'm still like, you know, just so hyped and excited about it. And I, I think they're only getting better. You know, we're trying to dial in getting good audio recordings so we can share some of those. And it's just, uh, it's such a fun time uh, as well as being able to really, you know, have people find their passions. We had a community member, Achatanga, who, who wrapped at the very, very first cipher that was over in Meme Force. And it was his first time ever getting on a microphone and rapping. And he found he has a talent for it and a passion for it. And he's basically come to everyone since, you know, so it's really uh, a possibility to bring people out of the woodwork that didn't even really know uh, they had the talent or passion. Maybe they had an inkling and they try it and they like it or people that had given up because, you know, it's, there's so many barriers to entering the hip hop music scene or even people that, you know, kind of made it, but you know, the pennies for streams isn't enough. So they had to, you know, go back to their regular day job. We're trying to create like a working class of rappers with this low barrier to entry, be able to, you know, make a little money off these NFTs, maybe get noticed. Um, so it's, it is a really exciting time. It is, dude. It's it's a really amazing thing that you guys are doing here. And, uh, you know, it seems like just scratching the surface. Uh, dude, I'd be really interested to hear, like, what the uh, takeaway is from the people who are showing up to your events in the sense that, like, I think what you guys are doing is really, really smart in terms of, like, trying to, you know, take away all the barrier to entries, all the boundaries, and just let people who want to rap, like, show up and do their thing. Uh, and I think that's brilliant. Uh, but so it also makes me wonder, like, when people show up to your events, do they even like fully like 
wrap their heads around what's going on and and not not that they need to I, i'm just generally interested in what the knowledge base is because i would think like you know the goal is probably to just get people showing up and you know rhyming rather than like showing up and giving them like a you know technological walkthrough and tutorial and everything so uh you know in terms of the people who are showing up like do they care about what's going on on the back end are they interested in nfts are these like mostly people who can just rap and are just like looking for an outlet is it like a large crossover of like all those groups or like you know what what's the general population like that are showing up to your events yeah so i you know we've had a lot of crypto natives uh, popping their head into the discord and that's where easy brought you know a lot of community over and what we've been trying to do is use that as sort of a talent fear and find people that, that can really spit, you know, maybe are interested in NFTs or, or want to just figure out what it's all about and tip their toe in the water. And then on the other side of it, um, we've been, we've been really trying to, to poach talent from other platforms and, and just identify talent, look on Instagram. We've done a number of advertisements on Instagram that have pulled in some, some real hitters. Um, we've been speaking with some pretty uh, interesting players. This gentleman flawless from the show rhythm and flow is hitting us up. And we've got, you know, a number of people who are, are wanting to feel out the opportunity, learn more about NFTs and they, they came to the right place. I mean, Ian, me and easy are, are sort of onboarding, uh, fairies, you know, working our way around cross-pollinating between these different communities. And because NFTs have really, really entered the stratosphere in the, in the public eye, um, it's been uh, a little bit easier to just really talk about NFTs in terms of this is packaging. This is a new way in which to um, distribute music. We're going basically from CDs to MP3s to NFTs. I really believe that. And I think that that's actually a really dramatic um, format shift that that people can wrap their head around um, when you when you put it into those concrete terms, and so we've been having some real success uh, finding talent that way, and we really want to onboard slowly and make sure that the quality's there because this is a two sided marketplace, and um, we we got to make sure that the the content's there and that people want to to buy these ciphers. So we're we're hand holding it, just safe listing users right now on the back end, um, but. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely um, an interesting group of people that you run across. So many cool, authentic stories and walks of life. And so it's really been a privilege to be able to connect with all these folks and uh, and hopefully, yeah, make some plays here. Get people paid now versus this pennies for stream dynamic, this all or nothing, making it or not in the industry. And whether or not you want to make it or you just want to, get some money for your flow and, and, and not blow it. Maybe, maybe hide behind that avatar, be the sort of pseudonymous uh, rapper. I mean, I think that's really an interesting um, notion of crypto is that you can put on the persona that you, you want to. Um, and sometimes that's more authentic than what people act like day to day in real life. They can really be themselves online. Yeah. We, we see it, more of that. One magical thing about the metaverse is, you know, 
color, creed, race, religion, sex, all those things are out the window because you can just be, uh, you know, you can just wear a boombox for your head and uh, cruise around, you know, like shout out boombox head. Like we've got such a crazy mix of people. It really is very interesting because you've got community members that are just, you know, uh, heavily into NFTs and crypto that come for the fun time and listen to the listen to the flows. You've got people that are jumping on the mic for the first time. You've got, you know, rappers shout out louis c rhymes who's like one of our ambassadors you know he just got into crypto uh what like a couple months ago at most we we walked through helped him set up the metamask wallet um and he just saw you know what we were doing and and absolutely you know jumped on board a hundred percent and he is yeah he's like a pro i mean he's got flow for days um so we've got people from that to the first timers you know there is like we are kind of trying to poach from other places there's the Facebook bars app that came out a little before we launched. And it was like, Oh, uh, hmm, uh Oh, but really it's just validating because they aren't on the blockchain. We're where it's really at. Um, but so there's, there are some other, you know, AI beat making apps out there that people can flow over. Just none of them are on the blockchain and quite doing what we're doing. Um, we do bring on, like we had uh, mighty 33 come. So to the Sunday cipher and have about a, you know, 15 minute, just kind of let us, know about his journey uh in in the crypto music nft space which is really great for people that are maybe newer to the nft space to hear a little bit uh, from people that have been around a while um we've got people you know we got space painter that did the eth cookie wrap that is genesis yes. story is in token smart and he was able to you know do a little extra mastering um and and got some help from mighty on that and so it's really cool to see already some collaborative spirit coming through and and, you know, we're just we're just really excited for kind of new people to the crypto space, you know, getting rappers involved. Of course, NFTs are in the news and people are hearing about them. So we have an opportunity now to extend a, a hand to some people and say, hey, we can help walk you through and kind of get you set up, get you understanding and then be on platform launching your NFTs with this zero barrier. Yeah, the opportunity right now is absolutely massive when it comes to NFT music and it's it's actually at like a really important inflection point, in my opinion. I mean, what started with like Connie Digital uh, doing his thing, shout out to the OG OG. Um, oh, yeah. Like RAC, Blau, and then what you guys are doing, um, really highlighting the power of the community and then harnessing the tech in really, really interesting and, and long-term, like profound, uh, profound direction. I think that's what needs to happen. But like over the past few months, you saw some examples of uh, established musicians coming in, just pairing art with NFTs, coming to market, charging a high price, you know what I mean? Doing exactly (laughs) what, in my personal opinion, you should not do. And having like a material impact on the appetite of the existing collector base for future music NFTs, at least in the short term. I'm just wondering like, because you guys are touching so many points, the existing community, trying to build on that community with new members and then bringing in more musicians to kind of use, obviously, Cypher, um, but then kind of spread the gospel of how you need to approach this new sort of space as we have this like historical transition from CDs to MP3s to NFTs when it comes to the music space. And I'm just wondering, like, if you guys zoom out and put on your, your spicy hot take hats, like... <laughs> What do we need to see less of and what do we need to to see more of in the the broader NFT music space so that NFT music really has its like 
lightning moment like crypto art has over the past like half year or so. Yeah, I I really think that it all kind of comes down to storytelling, you know, and and really crafting a narrative around an NFT drop. And so when when you do see high profile celebs coming out with you know, kind of some half-baked stuff that feels like a cash grab. It, it's a little disconcerting because it it does water down the, the overall credibility of the space. And, and, and you want to basically, um, yeah, leverage your reputation as an artist. Um, I think that's what a lot of art comes down to. Um, but but raw skill should be rewarded too. And so, so I, I guess I just want to see more um, well-crafted narratives, but then trying to make sure that that value add is there um, from, from a value creation standpoint, NFTs do have the possibility to unlock experiences on, um, you see NFT 42 creating, you know, an ERC 20 hold to play sort of model where you can access secret discord channels that get you closer to that, that exclusive, you know, group of people. And I think that that, you know, sort of status symbol, it is cool, you know, and um, as long as it's, uh, coming from a place of authenticity though. And so I, I just think it, it really comes down to that. And just so that we're being um, true to ourselves and what, what we want to put out into the world for that, that sort of hello moment coming up on web three with a piece of yourself, a piece of your story, a piece of your content. So just valuing that more, I think is just a general sentiment that I get. Um, and that's, yeah, just my opinion there at least. Yeah, I think story is a big part, especially, you know, of any art and and in the NFT space, you know, that story behind a piece can really help connect with with the collectors out there. So I think story is huge. And I think, you know, that connection is huge. So connecting with your fans through your music NFTs can be way more than just putting out a token or a track you know, a song on an NFT, there can be more utility there. So using that for some unlocks, whether it's access in a discord or maybe access to a virtual event, or, you know, there's, there's really so many things that can be done. And uh, I think that, you know, we also, uh, those of us that have been around for a while, we do kind of have some responsibility to try and bring people in, in a way where they're getting educated on, on what is possible and not just hearing the hype and jumping in fast and trying to make an NFT, like, you know, as quick as they can to not miss the boat, you know, so to kind of handhold and, and if we can reach some of those, you know, higher profile celebrities or whatnot, you know, to, to be able to be like, okay, you know, it's, you didn't miss the boat, slow your roll a little, let's get you into the community, uh, you know, get you educated as to what can be done with NFTs because there's so much possibility and then choose the route you want to go to, you know, provide that extra utility or that extra value and make that connection. Uh, you know, big shout out to Connie, uh, Connie Digital and Vandal. We definitely are very stoked to be able to have, uh, you know, both of them as people to reach out to and kind of, you know, filling advisor roles. And of course, you know, in this space, we're so lucky to have the collaborative spirit instead of just, you know, kind of the competitive thing going where we all pass, you know, people over to each other, where you fit in, you know, to be able to make that connection. If somebody's looking to, you know, produce an album and they come to a cipher, we're going to be like, yeah, dude, hit up Vandal at Dow Records or, you know, so there's, there's all that community aspect here, which is so strong and makes such a difference that I think, you know, together we can make a lot bigger impact than if we were all just in our own little projects, you know, solo. With it, man. Yo, let, 
let's see if we can like manifest something here. Is, is there anyone that you guys have seen like, uh, you know, a musician like poking around the crypto space or even like a pie in the sky shot? Is there anyone who you guys have like identified and you're like, yo, so-and-so definitely needs to get on the cypher at some point. We're just like a few connections away or like, you know, so such and such musician is like perfectly cut out for this. If we could like get in touch with them, like, you know, is there anyone, uh, or maybe it's people within the community, like who who's on your guys's short list that you like really, really want to see using your product. Yeah. There's, there's a number that are in our crosshairs um, who, who, you know, I would consider really up and coming, you know, people with a million streams here and there. There's a gentleman here actually in Milwaukee, Ishtar who's super talented, rolls with the super thick crew of, of really talented dudes. Um, we've got Bugatti Zoe, Zoe on the on the radar and, and Seth in between, perhaps even Joey Badass. There's, there's some deep cut folks that we're looking at. But I mean, when I first started, I'm like, dude, we're going to get Nas as an investor, okay? We are gonna, <laughs> yeah, I was going to pull down like uh some some whales here or there and and i just really see um the drops kind of being an incremental part into to tapping into that that higher echelon and showing that that we can kind of have this this two-pronged approach where we're, we're the nifty gateway of hip-hop as, as well as um uh the the automagic beat maker component where you can kind of level up in the app and so so yeah there's 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 a few that are um just kind of being pulled down the funnel as we we tighten things up we want to come correct and um and put our best foot forward so so we're, we're making strides there though yeah yeah i mean you know it's 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 really exciting to be working with just the community and some of these rappers that are a little a little more well known you know we had big nuck uh, come to to our one of our very first events and talk and, and spit some rhymes. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but I'll just throw out there like Snoop, MC Hammer. Uh, would love to have them come to a cipher. You know, come to a whip. Um, I've uh, I, I got the chance to to speak in a couple of clubhouses with with MC Hammer, and and he's a great guy. Uh, so I'm hoping that you know one of these days we'll get him over into like Token Smart or you know over to a cipher. Um, yeah, you know I know I know Snoop uh, released his NFT uh with you know nft 42 so uh also you know let's let's reach out to snoop see what he thinks drop him some tracks (laughs) yeah we're definitely uh only a a separation or two away though we've been working the the kevin bacon angle for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yo i've been working snoop too man trust me if i could get snoop i got gary v in our discord man i don't know if he can rap but (laughs) i can hit him up (laughs) that was pretty dope that was pretty damn dope yeah yeah, that's awesome. I, I was chopping it up with Gary Vee a little bit on Twitter. It was just funny just connecting because I had read his book back in the day, actually, um, Crush It. And I was listening uh, on Audible as a, as a an audio book when I was working in the shop, actually, coming up before I got my, my foot in the door in marketing in, in an internship there. And this was at a really tough time when it was with the housing collapse and this huge recession and, and people getting laid off. And, and I was able to, to stick my neck out, though, and really add value. And so that was a really great, great opportunity for me. And I, I told him about that and just uh, uh, just really kind of connected on a fun level because um, seeing his journey and all he's done and, and the authentic story he's trying to bring to V friends is really epic. And so I think he's doing it justice. So it's cool to see folks like that coming into the space and, um, and taking the time to learn and stuff before jumping in with both feet. You know? So I think that's pretty neat. 
hear that, Gary? They love you. You should come rap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that would be that would be so dope. Oh man, a little V friend rap. That would be sick. Yes, dude. I have. While we're here, I mean, this is something that since you all were at the whip and Kinshasa, you kind of just planted the seed in me. Just talking about this progression from CDs to MP3s to NFTs. Man, I'm wondering if you can kind of expound on that. I feel like that's not getting as much like traction or people aren't kind of talking about that significance as much as like I would have imagined them to talk about it. And I'm just curious kind of to hear your philosophy behind that insight. And then like with that transition, like what else needs to come so that like, you know, what's the app, the the iPod of the NFT transition Mm -hmm. when it comes Mm -hmm. to music? Yeah, so I, I can definitely speak to that. You know, as somebody who's been, waxing poetic on this wrestling with what the hell nfts are i mean it's still very fluid and we're seeing so many interactive nfts come up we're seeing new ways to um to to just package media um and so we're we're packaging digital media and experiences and, and things and what's critical though is that we try and make it as tangible as possible Uh, because that's what we're restoring is not only rights as consumers with the context of music um, in that digital transformation from CDs to MP3s, we we actually lost rights as a consumer under that end user license agreement to to resell that music. And so now we have this this speculative twist to it, which adds just another um, layer of of interest and and, um, uh, a draw to it. But but what's important, I think, is to see is, is more wallets um, creating more control for the user to just favorite and categorize and collect their NFTs because we like to touch and we like to move around and have control and autonomy over our NFTs. So I think what Rainbow Wallet is doing is, is believe it or not, really important. And it's, so it's important to be able to consume this music and this content in a way that um, uh, uh, leverages the the nature of the open web, and that's why we're really stoked to to be lazy minting. And once it's minted, then it's available on OpenSea and Rarible, and, and it's on the blockchain, getting picked up. Um, because I kind of believe that we're entering this weird, weird period with NFTs. Um, that that we we can have digital scarcity and abundance at the same time. If that makes yeah. any sense whatsoever anyone can listen but few that's a great quote man you know so that's that's what is happening in that that, and the actual feeling of owning and collecting and um uh organizing that that experience as a user is really important and so folks that haven't experienced nfts uh i always like to say like I, i sold some really cool super rares one day and some whale came through and just bought up three pieces for like 19 ETH. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is epic. But then there was a hole in my heart where it was in my wallet, right? So like uh-huh. until you feel uh, the tangibility of that and owning it and having that, that, that feeling, then you, that's when you sort of understand what you're dealing with here, um, creating tangibility to the digital. And, and to add a little bit to that, it's not something new like collecting music we're kind of going back full circle with this new collectible hip-hop that you own right because we used to have albums that were made limited presses right so you'd have 
a, a batch of albums come out and that was what's available. And you had to go to the record store and be there, you know, early and go through and get them because there may not be another pressing of that album. So there used to be some scarcity in collecting music. So we're kind of going back to that and adding being able to actually, you know, own these tracks, collectible hip hop, it's back. Yeah. And that, and that's just the thing is, um, there's always been manufactured scarcity of, of projects that decide to, to do that, that limited edition run and to give people that sense of, of exclusivity and status and, and the things that come with that. And it's not all vanity and vainness, right? It, it, it kind of comes down to, again, betting on the artist, backing the artist. Um, and so with NFTs, like we're almost seeing like some weird, like Kickstarter 2.0-esqueness. And, and so that, that is just like not uh, fully capturing what, what's happening. But yeah, I mean, if you have, wow, you got the magical internet or the magical internet, the magical mystery tour on vinyl with the 24 page coloring book intact. Wow. That's worth a lot of money. And that's also really cool to spin and to enjoy. Uh, and that's what I think is epic about, about NFTs is, is that uh, it changes your relationship to that music. And we had lost that with CDs uh, and then MP3s, especially because you don't really own that. Like, you know, it's up in the cloud and like, it's, it's just not, it's not in your wallet, you know? So you can't sell that. Like this is, this is way different than the music industry of the past, you know, 20 years. Dude, I can speak to the collectible aspect as, as someone who has like a kid spent like all their money on music and also like burned and copied all of my friends music like having the original real one is like a greater sense of pride and like nostalgia than having like a burned copy of of anything so you know i think the same thing holds true with nfts when you're talking about like how there can be scarcity and abundance at the same time it's almost like the same concept like you can have the original you can have a burned copy but the burned copy is just a burned copy you know it's it's not like the one that you know supports the artist or like you know sort of flexes your fandom or or anything like that um Y'all, I, we could go on for this for like days. I, this has been like such an amazing conversation uh, as, as we sort of like try and wrap things up. Uh, one of the things we always like to do is like shake down people's crypto wallets to see what people have been like collecting and interested in on the side. However, we're like all OGs in the house here. And I feel like that that could be like a podcast and a half uh, <laughs> in itself. Uh, so would just be like curious to know, like, you know, especially as of late, there's like so much stuff flying around the crypto scene and everything. What are, what are like the top couple things out there that totally unrelated to your guys's project that have like caught your eye or, or that you've been like collecting on the side lately? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I always go back to, to blue chip artists that I love. And one of the ones that I scored the other day was a known origin um, from a fishingist TK. And uh, I, I'm really drawn to, to his gritty style and, and things like that. I, I wailed, I aped into Pixel Chain and still to this day love to commission pieces as I kind of tell my personal brand journey. Uh, I had a Voxel Architects build a, a museum for me in Crypto Voxels where I display a wall of my heroes. You know, I've got Teddy Roosevelt and Aretha Franklin, my girl Aretha and uh, uh, Jim Henson, people that, that I resonate with. And so those don't have resale value really there's not a secondary market for those but i just still buy nfts that i love 
Um, and so getting, you know, the me bits airdrop for having a punk was pretty rad, but um, I still look um, at the individual stories and, and that's what really gets me stoked and, and getting into foundation a little bit. Um, but yeah, there's just so many fun new projects. I mean, I have a hard time keeping up. I mean, what's your alpha easy? Oh man. Well, one day I still want to get a punk, but so I'm just, I pulled up my open I'm going to go through a couple I got recently. And a lot of these are from our wider community members. So I've got a Dow records. I've got the Boombox head, a collab with Connie and uh, mighty and Boombox head. I've got uh, I did pick up a Snoop. Of course I got some Avastars. I got a, a cool uh, space whale from uh, one of the, the whale collabs lately. Let's see, picked up a few elite wearables, uh, some whip publishing, shout out whip publishing, some, some books on chain, and uh let's see oh the the uh sound story collection i picked up one of those from uh token smart the other day and i will end with the async art music boom got a betty's notebook silver blank got a connie digital silver blank um yeah so you know that's that's where i'm at i do i do often collect things from uh you know other i'm into i'm into music nfts so i got a lot of music nfts and and i like supporting people um you know that are that are doing good work uh yeah so that's that's what i've been picking up lately i'd love to hear that and so excited to have had this conversation echoing what Rizzo was saying. Can't wait to put this out there for folks to listen to um, and watch as you guys continue to kind of just break barriers and explode minds with what you're doing with Cypher. So just want to thank both of you guys. Kinshasa, easy. It's been a blast chatting and keep on creating. Like you guys are, are leading the way when it comes to community and innovation at the intersection of NFTs and music and, and good vibes. So love what you all are doing. Thanks, thanks so much, bro. Appreciate it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's show. Before we go, just want to remind you once again about this week's sponsor, Metacast Group. Metacast Group connects companies with creators in the NFT space through a network of NFT and metaverse-focused content creators and influencers. So if you want to hear or see your ad on shows, just like the Matthew and Rizzle show, to amplify your reach, connect with your target audience, promote your project, and convert views into action, reach out to us at metacastgroup.com or follow us at metacastgroup on Twitter. Thank you and see you all in the next episode.